Today's episode, I don't know what today is, but whatever it is, you're here. Okay? I don't even know when this is being released. But we will be reading a ghost story. It will be as well done as possible, because I'm not a great reader. Alright? Bear with me, folks. But this is another Deadtown ghost tale. So turn the lights down, and let's get strange. We are all from places with secrets everywhere. This is Dead Town. True crimes, conspiracies, cults, urban legends, and ghost stories. With Dead Town, nothing is off limits. This is the Dead Town Podcast. Welcome. Greetings, listeners. Welcome again to your favorite Dead Town Podcast. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of people doing podcasts called Dead Town. So, you know, you might read a review or two that doesn't actually have anything to do with this show because they're listening, you know, they put a review for the wrong show. It is what it is. I don't even know why I said that. I've never read a review for this show. It's jokes, folks, and we're throwing them out there hoping you'll ride along, okay? Because this journey is tough, all right? But much like Red Dead Redemption, I will get some skins, Alright? I might rob your farm, dude. You better not be out at night. (laughs) Things will get rough. But anyways, we're here to do another... It's odd, okay? I will say this. It is odd that I started the episode this way. But I was just reminded of how I did the last episode. And we did, uh, you know... We went in for quite some time at the beginning and I had a lot of fun. I hope you did as well. I know you guys checked that shit out. It's, I like this podcast, it's fun, I like the subject matter, and this is my easiest way of doing it, right? And to give you guys as many episodes as possible. Now, would, would somebody say that you, you work, you put out better stuff if you, if you force yourself to do it? Or is it better to do it when you feel it? You know? I'm not saying that's always the case here with this show. I'm simply just suggesting that maybe when you feel the passion to do it, the interest to do it, you're going to get better quality. Or should you say, hey, you guys will always get new episodes of Dead Town every Wednesday from here on out. So that way I have to set a schedule to make sure you get it. Should I do that or no? I don't think so, because I'm feeling it right now, and I'm excited about this story. It's a long story, and I'm, I'm only ever excited about these tales because of the title. I don't know what's going to happen, guys. And I do my best to read it all the way through one time without failing. But I'll tell you what, it is a challenge. So anybody that reads anything for a living and gets paid for it, I bow down. Because it is hard. It is hard to read and not mess up a word. 
You know, everybody has their particular style of speaking and, and how they enunciate words. But when you're getting paid for it, they're looking for something specific. They're not looking for you to say, hey, I won the game. They want you to say, I won the game. Okay, just say it right. <laughs> you know, say it how you've heard more, more of the population say it. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. It's like, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of shit that I say weird that I have no idea I say it weird. Because again, I don't read the reviews. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fuck it, man, you know? It is time. So again, turn the lights down. Let's get strange. With another A Dead Town podcast. Today's Dead Town Ghost Tale is simply called Cardboard Hands. Okay, if that's not exciting, I don't know what is. That sounds like a horrifying movie, right? Cardboard Hands? Alright, that's scarier than Edward Scissorhands, for sure. The story is told by Eddie M. from Great Torrington. Alright, Cardboard Hands. Told by Eddie M. When we were young, we used to get away from school on our lunch breaks and head to a small place named Taddyport. It was just on the outskirts of Torrington and a really quiet place. There, me and my buddies would go into the shutdown dairy factory, formerly the Torrington Creamery, and Dairy Crest, Great Torrington, Devon. This factory was huge and it was almost like the people just disappeared. Cups still on a table, papers laid over desks. Anyways, after several visits there, and our parents cottoning on that we were going there on our lunch breaks, I mean, it was a small town after all, and people talk. We were warned not to go to the dairy any longer, and the people believed it was cursed due to several suicides from the high up steps on the side of the building. But we didn't stop going to the dairy. And one time, we were stopped by an old guy known to the locals as Scruffs. He was a heavy drinker and known as a little crazy. Scruffs told us the real story. There was a worker at the dairy who was a grade A worker, the kind of guy who would get employee of the month every time. They shut up the factory, and everyone was laid off but the employee of the month. He returned after losing his home due to money issues. He's been there ever since. Then Scruff started going on about cardboard hands. We asked him why he used that term, and he told us that after a long time of living in the unpowered dark factory, employee of the month lost his mind. When kids like us used to come to explore, he would attack them. He would try to take them deep into the dark factory. Scruffs told us that it was to feed, as he never ate a lot. 
The odd thing is, just a few years before we found this place, a kid and his brother disappeared from Tataport. As kids, we thought nothing of it. Scruff's story made little sense, but still, why cardboard hands? He told us that, in a fit of insanity, the guy tore off both of his arms with the pulley system to stop himself from murdering and devouring children. After days of walking around without food, he put tough cardboard tubes into his wounds, and they somehow fused with his skin and bone, according to Scruffs. After that, we only saw Scruffs a few times, and when we tried talking to him, he said he never met us before, and he knows nothing of cardboard hands. My friends and I decided to meet at the dairy on that Saturday at 11 p.m., and I remember it was raining and dark. We went in, spent a few good hours in there, no sweat. We thought Scruffs was crazy because everyone made out. We decided to leave as it was getting late. A little while after we began walking back, we heard the kick of a bottle, and we all looked at each other in horror. We froze. I'll never forget the feeling of dread inside me as we walked toward that noise and approached the cafeteria. There was writing on the wall that hadn't been there the last time we passed by. The wall spoke. Have you heard the scream in the town as I drag, as I drag the children, children down. down? We were scared to death. I touched this fresh red paint, and I turned around to tell everyone I saw him. I couldn't believe my eyes. He was an old man with a white beard and white hair around his head. He was on the move toward us. And as he swung his awkward body from side to side, I could see he had a bald patch on the back of his head. His clothes were caked with black filth and strange patterns like dried old blood. He wasn't too tall, but his eyes were black, and his movements were glitchy. As stupid as it sounds, he had thick, strong, cardboard tubes for arms. The ends were crimson red and dripping with a tar-like ooze. His breathing sounded like a man whose neck had been cut and still trying to breathe. I screamed and pointed, falling backwards on whatever crap was on the ground. Everyone else saw him as plain as day. We all ran. We fled in horror. It was everyone for themselves. Nothing heroic. And we made it out. Ran to Rick's house. We told our rambling, terrifying story to Rick's mom. And to our shock, she said she had heard of cardboard hands. But she quickly dismissed him as a local rumor and ridiculous. No one believed us. We never returned. I still pass this place in disbelief, though. Now I live two towns away. I won't go there again. <laughs>